Hi, once again, and welcome to Moral High Ground. Now, today is the last part of the episode of helping women that are drug addicted. So, this is part two of the same thing. And uh, my main cause of this whole thing is just to try to find somebody that might be willing and just give the idea out there of an organization, a nonprofit that can be created to help pregnant women that's drug addicted and actually help the children so we can stop multiple solutions, drug addicted women being abused and children that end up being wayward children, being abandoned, being welfare kids and orphans or whatnot, and just bring back the traditions of teaching motherhood and teaching kids how to become functional, well-mannered human beings. And so with that being said, I bring you the rest of Helping Pregnant Drug-Addicted Women, Part 2. anybody 
are sexually harassing anybody. I think we got a place where people are talking about trying to start with pregnant women. You don't need a guy or a girl or sexually harassing people. I have to say girl because you know, lesbians. You know, they probably a whole bunch of that don't get brought up on charges about that type of stuff. But the thing is, it's just that, you know, it's happened all together. Whereas in this time and age, everyone's doing everything. They're even going out having sex with work. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. But my point is, it's just that ever since September 11th, it's been bothering me that there's these women, and I've been through more stuff with women in the past. Um, a lot of women I know, good girls that turned bad, ended up on something, or lost kids, never hanging out, barbecues with kids, and all those kids are gone somewhere. They stayed them to the barn. Or this one girl got pregnant, get pregnant all the time. The state always takes her baby. She doesn't pay any consequences for it. And all, all this stuff is heartbreaking, especially when it's in the black community, Hispanic community, stuff like that. You know, Native community, that. You know, brown people truly don't have a chance in the United States unless they're entertaining in some kind of way to the populace, if that makes sense to you guys. But uh, all I know is maybe I was meant to see all this stuff to sit here and say this today. And as though, even though I don't know too much about this live stream crap because I ain't watching it, but eventually y'all gonna watch the videos because I'm just gonna keep making But this is the issue I want to happen. I want someone to work with me trying to make a non-profit organization to help women get off the streets that's drug addicted, especially that's pregnant, and help them learn how to be women with value, help them learn how to love their child, and if not, it's just their child, anybody else's child, and be able to protect them the way they're supposed to. This is what a woman's job is, and I'm not saying that you know, you know, you can sit there and say, oh, Shelby, you're wrong before shit. Whatever, you call me an asshole, I don't care, but I know one thing. I don't want to see something like this continue to happen. And we already got enough people trying to wipe out the human race without even realizing it. People wanting to get abortions. People wanting to change their sexes. So that means no one's having babies if you change your sex. Your whole purpose is to appropriate and make children. If you're not going to try to succeed, you need to at least try to have a family. You know, something. Me, I'm trying to succeed, but you know, hell, what can I do but be black and blue? <laughs> so, that's the thing. said about the feminist movement is they talk about women's rights, how women empower, how to make them equal to men, and all this crap. But they don't worry about this. I've been thinking about this for years, man. Like, they people 
kids and girls, women's kids are getting taken away, and they don't help support that. It truly don't help support a single mother. It don't help a woman that's on drugs. Yeah, I mean, there's some, I remember there was one woman's shelter around here somewhere, and I remember, because uh, I was helping so many chicks out, hanging on whatever, and then I know one of the people worked there were like, you're Shelby. Oh, girls be talking about you. It's <laughs> the because it's like it don't just don't guys are mistreating my ladies. I'm trying to help them out. It's not a big thing, but it kind of became bitter over the years, you know. And that's because I put love where I shouldn't have put it, and I pretty much gave up on it. It's like that song, "I'm Never Gonna Love Again." Kind of digging that. So the whole thing is though. Have to build a place that's big enough to hold. I don't know how many. I mean, I don't know how many women get pregnant every year, especially in, in a certain state I live in. But it has to be a facility that will be able to at least help a woman, even if she isn't pregnant, but a woman has kids that is homeless, to facilitate them. I would have to say this would have to be like at least oh, a 12 floor building, maybe. I'd rather it be something with a, with a yard or something to a field, maybe, so kids can go play baseball or soccer or football or whatnot. At the same time, I believe that a woman should be taught how to do these things, these motherly things that used to be done. It's not a control thing. That's the ignorant thing when it comes to these groups that put out there and they're supposed to be fighting for women. You're taking cooking, you're taking sewing, you're taking all this stuff that women traditionally did for decades, and you're saying it's a way to control women. It's created by it was created by those guys, the patriarchy. Fuck all that. Okay? And the pride and tradition and these stills. And they be passed down, mother can pass down a daughter and so forth, and even a woman can pass down her son, whatever. But people need these skills to survive, you know? And so, I'm tired of hearing about women talking about how they're such a woman, their boss, women, their queens, and all this crap. But the real woman is a woman that can give birth and stay there to protect her child at all costs. I know I'm looking down because I'm looking I'm trying to talk to this microphone. I don't think no one can hear me, even though ain't nobody watching me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, a true woman is a woman that can give birth. And if you can't give birth, then how do you know what it truly means to be a woman? And you refuse to find a guy based off of value and good merits, then how can you? truly understand how love and you can't love die and you can't love yourself and you don't want to love a child because you want to abort them then you can't win but I just want to make a non-profit thing and maybe I'm not the guy who want to just give the ideas the idea man the one that can give women the vitamins they need while they're at birth one that can help them uh, find jobs or whatever they need to support themselves. 
be able to teach these skills both for women and for child, children and children who are in different types of things to defend themselves, educate themselves above all else, and be able to find a way to give them a piece of comfort that no government could do. It's time to try to fight and take things back that we didn't give up to the people. Give us back to the people. We gave it up to the government. Bring it back. Let the men go back to their kids. Quit being boss, crappy women, and pretty much just really stuck up, annoying, and all that. It's not doing anything for you. You know, truly, the value of money shouldn't be just about being happy for periods of time as long as you've got it trying to flash and be, you know, bragging, just bragging around, running around, I got this, I got that, high sighting, as they say, okay, all I'm saying is, put your money to work, put it in my idea about non-profit, come together, if you, if you got a million dollars, and you know someone else got a million dollars, each you put $20,000 in the building on property if it has to make an existing building, refurbish it, and help these pregnant women get on drugs, get off the street, and help these kids come to time for birth, you know, help support these women who need true help to get off the street because there's this, this, I mean, I hear girls screaming in the middle of the night, and then you don't know how to approach them sometimes because there's some that just come to me. Some there's a problem, but there's others that, you know, there's this one girl one night, she was just screaming bloody hell, and I tried to run over and help her, but I'm you know, just like a, not even a block away, and the girl's going, you motherfucking rape me, you're, you're a problem, you're a problem too. And I'm like, damn, I'm coming to try to help you. <laughs> but you know how women is when they're married, you can't get too close to issue and so far I done dealt with it at least oh man I done heard it like this year alone I done heard it at least like 15, 16 times and as long as they out there on the streets they're vulnerable and victims and in some cases they're on I guess they're on heroin they're doing like I call it the statue move <laughs> call it the statue move because they'll get on uh, whatever the hell they are, and they'll just be stuck, they'll be standing around like, for the longest time, and you're like, dang, I'll be stuck in some new life. You don't even know why they're doing it, drills coming down and everything, it's stupid. You know, so I call it the statue move. And I've seen a statue move from both men and women, and we were not like, Teenagers, what it looks like, you know. That boy had to be like 12. And that's another thing, too, especially the young girls, man. I mean, because they don't arrest people that do drugs in the streets anymore. You see girls that are like 14, at least this. So I was telling a story. So there was, I was coming from one of my jobs. And 
I'm walking down the street. I do the zigzag thing through the city. You know, stupid walking thing I do. But anyway, uh, it's so weird when I do it. <laughs> but it gets me where I'm going. I was walking by the art museum. Uh, I see this person laying on the thing in there. Got the blanket covering them. Stuff. All I see is these nasty black feet. Like, not like they're, they weren't a black person. I mean, they've been stepping on some dirt, mud, whatever. And, you know, as I get closer or whatever, I don't know, like burped or some crap. And this person comes out of the blanket and stuff, and turns around and whatever. And I'm like, damn. Uh, what guy is like, you can just tell this was a little kid. This is like a, a teenage, uh, preteen little girl whatever but she had to be like 14 13 14 at least and i'm just tripping like what the hell happened to where this girl's out here on the streets this young and you could tell she was drug addicted because she had this stuff eating her face and you know and you're like damn this is a cold slide <laughs> i mean it's the coldest of the cold you know the wicked of the wickedest and uh it's horrible to think that we have a society that just lets these things happen. It's even worse when you have people who just, these had this, I don't know what the hell it's called, but it looks like the Charlie, uh, one of them streetcars from, from San Francisco back in the day, but it's really not. It's like a, a bike thing, and everyone sits in there, and they, they move to the pedal of the bike, and there's like a little bar inside of it. And, uh, you know, they run down to Chinatown, and Chinatown is hell's bells, man. There's like, <clears throat> excuse me, there's like tons of tents, tons of homeless people, drug addicts, prostitutes, everything. And they're riding this thing through all the rich people on there. And they're like, hey, laughing and shit. How can you run, ride that thing around in neighborhoods where people are on Poor as hell, starving, surviving, probably without real medication to help them with whatever mental illness they have and physical issues they have. I think you ride around being joyful and happy in that area without feeling some kind of remorse, empathy, sadness, you know, any form of melancholy when it comes to something like that. It's just really freaking weird that you just. <laughs> I mean, it bothered me. So that's the way I look at things sometimes. It's not that I'm just like, you know, oh, I'm weak or whatever. No, no, no. Someone has to defend these something. You got to stand for something. You got to defend what you know is right and is wrong. And that is wrong. And somehow it seems right to them that they can be joyful riding around in a poverty-stricken area being rich as hell and not giving a damn about these people who are out there suffering and miserable. You got a city that's been holding on $20 million of money before they said it was COVID relief funds. Now they're trying to say it was something else. Somehow it came to $24 million now. And so they're just running around using this money however the way they want. Now, I'm noticing by this clock thing on this futuristic gizmo that I've been talking for a good hour, but I want one thing to be known. We must come together. We must stop everything that's trying to 
in regular procreation, regular childbirth, and we must stop this thing where women think there's no outside is better. Guys got, I go through shit, man, as a dude, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to be anything else. Because <laughs> I, I love being a dude, but being a guy, a lot of shit. You got to be strong enough, emotionally and physically, in ways that a woman can never understand. I don't care how equal you think you are. If you was, you would know what the hell did, what I just meant. I'm pretty positive there's a guy out there, or somebody. Who knows exactly what I'm talking about? All right, well, I'm, I'm cameraman. <laughs> anyway, this is a wild up, man. Okay. Anyway, wow. So, but look at my stupid beard. Anyway, it's just there's someone out there that understands that you gotta know. There's there's no way you're gonna fix that. There's no way we should be enemies between each other as men and women. We should come together, try a way to help each other. Let's bring it back. Let's take the good things out of a certain time periods and bring them down. And people like to look back and call it retro. And you take the old 80s cartoons or you take the, the bell bottoms from whatever time period and you take the, the car from 1960-something. You know, you want to be retro and have these type of things. Let's be retro in a way where it makes more sense. Take the good moral, the good morals, the good values, and the good, the good way of thinking, and bring it to the 21st century. Let's do that, and then you can worry about all this other crap. But for right now, if there's anybody out there that truly understands what I'm talking about. And you want to believe in my cause and try to help these drug-addicted pregnant women and their children. Reach out to me in the comments. You can find me on Instagram and other places. And help me to create a facility that will be able to benefit women, true women, that want to give birth. And be able to change the future for so many and help me fight the cause. Yeah, you probably like, go start, go find me, but every time I do, I don't get nothing. <laughs> they don't give a damn. It's, like, oh, it's that guy, it's that black guy. This guy, I need that black with this lighting, man. <laughs> I'm black steer, I live in Queens. <laughs> but still, help the future, preserve humanity at all costs, understand, serve God's will, change your heart. This is the holiday season, so I said before, good will towards men. The only way we're going to have that is to make sure that our women are safe because we're out of women. Man's world throws a shit, and we're out a man, a woman goes completely insane. That being said, peace be with you all. Blessings upon you always. Always try to keep goodness and prosperity. Peace be with you all. Say what?